0: Bokartov, we are continuing Sefer Yoshua, and we did, we're, we did this 11th chapter, we started the 11th chapter, and the 11th chapter was the War of the North, uh, we're, we're, we're closing out the wars of Am Yisrael, until basically chapter 13, we're going to just finish some battles and some description of battles that occurred, and then starting chapter 13, there's a major shift. In the whole, uh, in the whole book of Yoshua. let me show you. Um, if you look at, if you look at the the thirteenth chapter, which you should all have open. Uh, if you look at the thirteenth chapter, uh, it says, "Joshua's We go into the waning days of Joshua's life. It's a Joshua's. It's basically Yoshua's death, mm-hmm. death and so what he does so before so his death. Died later on, no. Um, I mean, Yoshua doesn't die... Uh, let's see if he dies at the end of Yeshua. The don't, don't get confused by the fact that it's saying that he's on the verge of dying on the 13th chapter, and then he doesn't die till the end of the book or till the beginning of the next book, because the rest of this book is just going to be a description of the allotment of the land. I mean, it says, to start, to start Sefer Shofetim, it was after the death of Yoshua, but it's I mean, he dies at the end of Sefer Yoshua. Uh, let's find the Pasuk. Here. Joshua, the servant of God, died at 110 years old. It's interesting that it describes Yoshua as Eved Adonai also. Do you know who else was described as Eved Adonai? Moshe Rabbeinu. That's an interesting one. Okay, but that's for chapter 24. We're not up there yet. Let's get back to chapter uh, 11. And basically, Joshua went. He surprise attacked the kingdom of the, the kingdoms of the north. And pasuket told us by tenem adonai biad Israel, God gave them the hands of Israel. Vayakum where defum ad Sidon Rabba, he chased them until a place called Sidon Rabba. Vead misra fot ma'im vead bikat mitzvah Mizraha. He's chasing them all over the place. Vayakum adbilti shir laim sarin and he struck them until there was nobody left. Vayaslahem Yeshua kasher amar lo adonai. And Yeshua did to them as God told them to do. Et susem aiker bedmar kevotehem. Saraf Ba'ish He hamstrung their horses And he burnt their chariots So We said we we're going to discuss The significance of this Why did he Hamstring their horses And burn their chariots So The, the horses and chariots Represented Very advanced military equipment And One of the things that Am Israel Still Hashem wants Am Israel To recognize Is that Their strength Does not come from The, 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 the um, Robustness of their military but from Hashem. their belief in Hashem And, their, and their, their keeping of the of the mitzvot So at this point in Am history Hashem says you are not to have chariots Now does that mean Now the question is The question that arises is What does this teach us about The way we should Meaning what is it, how does this apply to the modern state of Israel What is the philosophical implication for the modern state of Israel Should it not have uh, a, a Jets and and tanks, should we just rely on cavalry? It should, but it shouldn't go should we should we shoot muskets instead of uh, instead of normal weapons? It's, it's the point is don't don't think that if you go out of your way to advance your military, you're going to be stronger. I, I, I agree. So I think I think the point we can say is as follows. At this point in Amisrael's history, especially when Yoshua is still around, they're still not. It's still not gotten to a point where Am Yisrael should go all out in, in building a military. They're still relying on God. Even though the wars are starting to look more normal, they still are relying on God to a large extent. And they should keep it that way because they need to keep training themselves to look at the thing in these terms. Now there is a, um, there is a famous either Adak or a R- al bagh he says that on, on in, in one of these battles. Oh, he says, why? I think it's on the second battle of Ai. Why is it that Yehoshua went to such great lengths to set up a trap to, when Hashem already said that He's going to conquer Ai? Why is it that Yehoshua then went ahead and made all these the plans? No, and then the Ralbag or the Radak, I don't remember which one. said the lesson from here is that even when you do have Munah, that it is God who is providing. You, you're not allowed You're not allowed to do anything different Than if you were not there Meaning if you did not believe in God How would you prepare for war? That's how you prepare for war When God uh, Even when God promises you victory That's what again One of, one of those two con- I think it was the Al who said that So, so I, think, I think that is the, the way The modern state of Israel should operate I think that's what we learned What we learned from the fact That they, that they hamstrung the horses And they burnt the chariots that would be probably something that's more relevant for Am Israel at this specific point in time. Um, what, does it say anywhere what the other nations were thinking or seeing when they're burning chariots and horses? <laughs> no, like, it doesn't. People are crazy. Why are they doing this? No, I don't, it doesn't say that. It would be an interesting... It uh, <laughs> definitely would be weird to them. Why are you giving up the best military equipment? All right, pasuk Yud. Now let's go inside. Let's read some Sukim. Byal rosh kolam returned and he on that he he conquered Chatsor and he killed the king. Now remember who was the king who started the battle of the of the, the north? And it was when Yavin the king of Chatsor heard, he sent to Yovav Melech Madon and to Melech Shimron to Melech Akshaf. So he's the one who started all of this. So now Joshua goes and he conquers that city, and he kills the king by the edge of a sword. Okay. By Yakuat Kol Nefesh Asherba, they killed all the people inside Lefi Leficharev Acharem Lonu Tarkol Neshamah. They destroyed it. There was nobody alive. Saraf they burnt the city. They set it aflame. Yudbet Ve'et Kol Arayam Hamilachim Aelle Ve'et Kol Malchehem Lachad Yehoshua Ve'ekem Leficharev Acharem Ota Kam Kasher Tiba Moshe Ve'Dadunai. And all of the cities of these kings that came to fight in the north, and all of their kings, uh, Joshua conquered, and he struck them by the edge of a sword, he destroyed them, as Moshe, the servant of God, commanded him. Only the cities, what does it mean? How does it translate? Walls remain steadfast. Only the cities, whose their walls remain steadfast, Yoshua did not burn Zulati at Khatsor Levada, Saraf Yoshua Except for Khatsor Which was a fortified city Which he did burn it So why did Yoshua Leave the walled cities Around? Defensive positions. Maybe it was too hard To conquer them? I think I think it's for a different reason I think it may be Even though they conquered them They didn't burn them So that Those are great places For Amistar To live after yes. I think that's That's the reason It's here So all the cities That were that their walls remained steadfast, yoshua kept. And our pasuk here says, arima And all of the plunder of these cities and the animals, the children of Israel took. just the people they killed by the edge of a sword. Adish until they destroyed them. They did not leave any soul. Moshe abdo ken Just like Hashem commanded Moshe, Moshe also commanded yoshua and Yoshua did exactly that. did not remove one thing that Hashem recommended Moshe. And Yoshua took this whole land, the mountain, and the south, and all the Goshen area, Goshen here is not the same Goshen as the Mitzraim Goshen, because that would have been way too far. This is a separate area of Goshen, which is called Goshen of Israel, and the lowlands, Arava and the Arava, and all basically all of the he conquered all of Israel. Basically, from this place to that place, I'm not going to go into the specific places, but um, until Baal Gad, he took. Uh, which is under Har Harmon, all of these places he conquered and he struck them and he killed them it took many days for Yoshua to do battle to finish the battle with all of these kings Uh, I don't think it's years why do you think it's years? because he ends his time like the he ends his time I don't know, it sounds like many days. YAMIM RABIM could mean many years, so you're, it's, it's a good like question. After this, it's just dividing up and he gets old. It's like, you know. Yeah. weird, I don't know. I do not know. What does it translate? Many days or many years? A long time. Long period. Are you kidding me? It's just for a long time. <laughs> so they didn't, they don't know either. Over a long period. Over a long period, Yoshua did battle with these kings. I don't know if it's if it's within a year or if it's many years. Okay. There was no city that did peace with Israel besides for the Givonites who were Chivites. They took everything in war. Because because it took seven years for Joshua to conquer the whole land. And to divide it, no? It was seven years to conquer and seven years to divide. Uh, It did not have to take take seven years. Uh, No one made peace with them because... Israel didn't let them? No he, That's a huge That's a huge discussion And from this pasuk We prove that Am Israel offered peace To everyone Before they even attacked them Wow Because from The, the pasuk says nobody, nobody made peace Except for Givon exactly which, which, which means Which means That they would have Had the option It means but, that They would have had The option to make peace they didn't Go out of their way To make peace with Givon Givon tried to trick them it. No, like they tricked them into yes. peace but they, they, they So, so here is the question I know, I know So in Givon's case Givon initiated it But the pasuk is saying Nobody made peace with Israel Which means that they would have had the option Yes they're, they're, The option was on the table Okay, let's just use last pasuk Because it's at the end of the, chapter, the the paragraph Because God made it that all of these cities hardened their hearts To engage in war at Israel So that they should be destroyed so that there should not be um, uh, like how do you translate that word? Basically God had hardened the heart of all of the cities so that they do not make peace with Israel so that they should not have mercy that the Israelites should not show them mercy and then they would be destroyed and the land would become emptied out of all of the nations meaning they could have made peace but God hardened their hardened heart, heart quote-unquote. The only other time we hear that really is in Paro. No? Yeah, it's an, interesting, it's an interesting connection. Paro, yeah. it happens to Paro. There's multiple connections you said from Mitzrayim. No, no, there are tons God of connections. But it's heart. an inter, it's an interesting connection here that the cities harden their hearts. And God hardened their hearts so that they do not make peace with Israel so that God can destroy them. It's interesting, Rashi comments that the Amin Rabi is yeah. coming to say that it should
1: not have taken that long. Yeah, and yeah. There's a Midrash made, that says he was afraid
0: that Midrash, the Midrash says that yoshua knew that after he yeah. divides the land he's going to die. Yeah. So he oh, extended he it. Took his time. And he said his Moshe time. didn't act like this. Moshe, whenever Moshe was told uh, do this and you will die Moshe immediately did it. Yeah. But Yoshua extended it. And for that reason yoshua died 10, years, died 10 years, years younger than Moshe. That's what the Midrash It's an interesting yeah. Midrash. Yeah. Okay. Baruch Amen, Amen. Amen.